part of the conversations that happen around my kitchen table. He's John Brannion and he's been a stand-up comic for more than 30 years. She's Amanda McKinney and she's been my daughter for her whole life. Our family believes laughter is a gift from God. We often discover it while discussing culture, faith, and family. So go ahead and pull up a chair, neighbor. Can I call you Carl? There's plenty of room here for you. Mm. All right, welcome to the podcast. Uh, Carl, man, I wish we had some speakers hooked up. (laughs) Because we're crowding around the microphones. Everybody's here at our house because it's Andrew's. It's not actually your birthday, but it's your birthday celebration. It's not. I I can't believe that I'm so disliked in this family that people forgot my birthday. Would nobody, well, (laughs) that actually is true. We did, I I forgot, I actually didn't forget your birthday. I forgot what day it was that we were talking about. I knew when your birthday is. But I, fr- okay, but I forgot cares. that it was that day. When we, we know were- you have a birthday. We just don't know when. We know that you were born, but I we're never, a little fuzzy on when. I never forget because it always comes up in my Facebook memories and I get to watch baby Cammie and baby Colin sing happy birthday to Uncle Andrew every year. It's a highlight. Yep. And I don't forget because I'm the best sister and I'm Andrew's favorite. It's a, it's a worldwide event. Uh-huh. So, well, I'm going to take these headphones off because... Uh, I don't need to wear them. And plus, I'm bitter about the speakers. He's doing it in protest. So, I thought it would be good. It's going to be pandemonium here more than usual, Carl. It's always kind of noisy. But we have literally, literally all the grandkids, right? None of the grandkids are missing. They're all here. We don't have Luke. And listen to, you can hear Warren laughing his head off over there in the background. Uh, and so it's going to be noisy, but I thought it would be appropriate and fun if, if the kids were together and we told our favorite stories about Andrew on his birthday. Because we have, and you're welcome to tell some stories too, Andrew, about your siblings. About yourself. About uh, yourself. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Once and upon a time, I... I was born, <laughs> and my family promptly forgot about it. Fill in the blank. So... One of the things that I wanted to talk about was the birthday cake. Uh, it's a tradition at our house. It's become a tradition at our house on Andrew's birthday. And yours is the only one that we do this for. We don't do this for any of the other birthdays. Mm-hmm. That we go to uh, Dairy Queen and we get an ice cream cake. And then Andrew tells us what to put on the cake. Mm-hmm. And so uh, can you give a rundown of the history? What was the first cake that we did that with? So I actually think it was your cake. We went to go get an ice cream cake for your birthday once, and Andrew and I picked out, they only had like two left, and so we picked out one that, it, it, I don't remember, it was like pink or something. It was very girly, yeah. and we put to my princess. <laughs> okay, so that on my for, cake? I don't remember if that was for you or for me, but I do remember to my princess being one of the very early that, ones. That was yours. We got one for dad that was like super girly, and we laughed about it because it was like all they had left. And then after that, you got one for yourself. That was to my princess. Right. It was pink. And right. that is, I think, where it started. And then, and then after that one, I don't remember if it was the quadratic formula. You might have to get closer. Or if it was, here's, how's this? Is my, is my audio quality perfect? Okay. I'll tell you, I've got headphones, which are better than speakers. <laughs> Man, I wish we had speakers. Yeah, so the, the second one, I think, was the quadratic formula. 
which okay. I just wanted to see if I could make a couple high school age kids have to do the quadratic formula, <laughs> which they they did it surprisingly. They, did. they didn't. Yeah. They just googled it. They didn't google no, they it. They didn't. They we, didn't. No. He walked up to the counter and the guy said, "What do you want on your cake?" And Andrew said, "The quadratic formula." And the kid wrote it down. Good he for him. It. He was so proud of himself too. I think I remember <laughs> clapping. Um, but and then everybody cheered. Right. And then Obama burst through yeah, the door. And then Obama came in. It was. And we shook hands. <laughs> it brought the whole community together. <laughs> frankly, on if, Andrew's birthday. Yeah. Frankly, if I hadn't been there, Kokomo would be in ruins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, podcast ninjas just walked through too. There you go. Yeah. Um, and so, so the quadratic formula was after that, and then then we had the smiley face the cake, smiley face. which needed to have a nose on it. So I went up there and I requested a nose. We found the smiley face cake in the freezer. You know, in Dairy Queen, they pre-make many cakes, but most of them are blank. But this one had a smiley face on it. And Andrew said, I want that smiling face. <laughs> and I believe there was some conversation about how, yeah, but it's already got something on it. And what are we going to do to trick it up for I your got birthday? It. And I he got goes, it. I got it. And yeah. So, yeah, he goes up <clears throat> and he says, they said, uh, he, he said, can you put a nose on it? <laughs> On the smiley face. They, they, they ask okay. every single year. They go back there and they go, they go, oh, you know what? Let me go ask. And then they go and ask about some of the most ridiculous stuff. Like, can we, legal to put a nose on the smiley face? Can we put a nose on smiley face? Smiley face cake? Okay, we can put a nose on it. I'm like, okay. And they're like, how do you want the nose? I'm like, dude, how just, do you want the nose? just put a nose how on it. How did you want it? Did you have a specific... I, I like to leave it up to their artistic artistic uh, interpretation for how a nose might look. You have a, a certain face. schnoz that right. you wanted. A certain snout on my yeah. on my filey, smiley face cake. All right, so tell them then what this cake was, how we came up with this cake. Well, I, I came home on leave, and I was talking to I was talking to Dad about my my feelings for the first couple days because I was extremely tired. I, I had probably stayed up for like forty eight hours or something insane. And um, I was, as I was talking to him, I, I mentioned that we like to make up words and phrases as we talk over, over the inter- interwebs. One of the phrases was, straunched off my bingus. <laughs> That's exactly how I felt. It could not be described any other way. It <laughs> couldn't. Couldn't possibly. Yeah. It, not it's with a like very English. specific feeling. <laughs> it's like how the Russians have like a million different words to like, you know, describe certain feelings. That was like my English version of that Russian like sort of idea. Freud. Yeah, so I was completely straunched off my bingus. Well, and the way that's he's... German. I know. Not Russian. Well, no, but it's the same idea. It's a very specific feeling with a word that yeah. we don't have in English. Russians have like a million different emotional words. Well, the next day he came over and he was apologetic for being what he thought was rude and uh, whatever. And he goes, yeah, I just wasn't feeling well yesterday and I was I was tired and I was strung out and I was just straunched. I was straunched off my bingus. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, you about dropped I about dropped and I was scared. <laughs> So because that's how Andrew talks. Was, is he just says things and you're supposed to you're supposed to go along with it. So we went to get the ice cream cake today and Andrew's first uh, they wouldn't do your first one. I wanted to put I wanted to put a lion on it. Oh. I wanted a cool lion. And, and what, I, did, what did you want written under the lion? The, the trick is here's the thing, you have to you have to balance how hard it is versus like you have to make it seem like you don't really care. Or else they just won't do it. 
And uh, that was what happened here. I was like, all right, I want a lion, but the lion needs to have a face, but I don't care how bad the lion is. I was trying to kind of offset how difficult it was. Underneath yeah. the lion, I wanted, I wanted yes in all capital letters. <laughs> and they wouldn't do it for me. So I had to, I had to settle for Bingus cake. Why the lion? <laughs> it, I want them to do the math. And if Carl understands anything about lions, I want them to kind of figure it out themselves too. Oh my god. That's that's the whole joy about about I wanted them to do the math. I want that's them to figure it out. On the way over there, he goes, "I want a lion on it, and underneath it, I just want yes in all caps." And I looked at him, he goes, "And I want them to do the math." Yeah. <laughs> Which doesn't make any sense. No. He also he also told me that that's the point of per usual, art, right? Per usual, when everybody comes out and goes, "Why do you want this cake?" because every single time we've gotten a cake with Andrew, it gets like the entire working staff to come. All the staff come over. They and they come. laugh and Can they want to see it. Can we put a line it. on this cake? I, I don't this know guy, if we can put a line here. This guy wants the quadratic formula. That's hilarious. Oh, this guy gosh, wants it for yeah. princess. And so they want to know. And so, uh, obviously, when he said, I want strunched <laughs> off my bangus, right. they were like, what does it mean? Yep. And instead of telling them, he just goes... I couldn't possibly tell you. <laughs> that's because that's because it means different things the, depending the on the context. Point, the point of oh. contemporary art is that it means different things to each individual person. So if I told them, it would ruin the magic of it. Oh, you see, we have a whole. Didn't we do a whole podcast about contemporary art? What did we? <laughs> did we not podcast I about wasn't that? Here for that. No, it was like a three-hour lecture that I treated all of you to in the <laughs> privacy of our own family conversation. Yeah, Mandy, art, math, and trees. Yep. <laughs> a lecture. A lecture. A lecture by Amanda McKinney. So uh, first book. Uh, so today was no different. The, the lady that wrote the thing on the cake came over and said, okay, I'm curious. You have to tell me what this means. <laughs> and nope. he, he, no context. We couldn't. Just make the cake. That's so mean. You should have at least said whatever you want it to mean. We, everybody was waiting for us to come back because the party was already getting started, so I was feeling a little straunched off my bingus. <laughs> anyway. We, we did have one year, actually. I forgot to mention this one, with the deg-deg face. And I have I have a picture of that cake that I could send you. you want I don't to remember that one. It's it's like it's like two parentheses, and it's... it's oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. I it had was... to draw it on the piece of paper. I was like, make this. And they did it. Yeah. They put Deg Deg on my cake. Yeah. It's it's like a it's like a face where it kind of has like this like lowbrow sort of cool demeanor look to him. And it's made out of like the two degree symbols and parentheses. Oh, you like know, the emoticon guy. Yeah. You know the shrugging emoji? Uh-huh. It's like that except not the not the smiley face. Okay. The, I feel like I recall. Yeah, we did that on a cake, too. I'd forgotten about that one. We've been doing this for a number of years. It's been a while. Well, Andrew's old now. He's so. 24. Yeah, I'm ancient. So, all right. Uh, I also want to, before, before we talk about whatever it is that Pete just wants to talk about. I'm not, I don't even have a microphone. Mm. I'm just running Microphones. the controls over here. Um, I want to tell stories about about Andrew's life, thing, memories that we have of Andrew's life. And I'm glad Tavi's here. But I haven't told at some point or another. Well, it'll be fun to tell while he's here. Mm. He hasn't <laughs> been on very many podcasts. No. no I'm, not, I'm not here all the time. I he's wanted gone. you to do Story Salad on Skews to see what stories... What stories Andrew tells? Andrew would pull out, but we can do this. We can do that on Sunday. 
Right. Or maybe we will have done that on Sunday because this will come out on Monday. Oh, yes. So you can and we're just now back to the future. Mm-hmm. So uh, Andrew was always kind of... Weird. Uh, he was always kind of weird, and he always did things, you know, just, just for his own amusement. He was not a person who cared about doing things to entertain other people. He, he mostly did stuff that he... That he thought. What about that argument that I interesting that I broke up? That was in high school. That was in high school. Mm-hmm. Should I tell that one? <laughs> yeah, you can tell that one. I don't know. If this has probably been said on the podcast before. But there was a time in high school. There's these two ladies just screaming at each other in the hallway, and I deemed their conversation less important than my destination. <laughs> so what I did was I walked right through them, just right through their conversation, right between these right two between their argument. People. It looked like they were about to throw hands, and I, I didn't care. I just walked right through them. And they, it, you know what? It stopped their argument. Because then I'm suddenly sure. they focused 100% on me. And they just screamed, what in the world? They're, they're screaming. That's probably not what yeah. they screamed. No, not, they, they, they said a number of choice words. But the important part was they're probably friends now because oh. of me. No, because they're women. And then, <laughs> well, what, yeah, I remember that story. But what was there's two things that were interesting to me about that story. First, when we sent you to high school, I wasn't completely sure that I thought you were going to be okay. I mean, when, when junior high was when, when you went to public junior high school, I was like, man, I don't know if this kid's going to be able to make it. <laughs> he's so he's so different. Uh, I don't know if he's going to make it. But you came home, and this was a few years later, and you told me. Uh, that story, and you had some other stories about people who would yell at you or call you names or whatever, and I would say, well, what did you say? He goes, eh, I shrugged because I don't really care what they think. <laughs> and so when mm-hmm. when he, you walked between them, it wasn't like you did it with, and there was a gang of people watching you. You were all by yourself. You did one, it. one classmate saw me, and he was in stitches. <laughs> he, was, he was like, did you just walk in between? You just How, walk in between? Were they, like, close together they yelling at each far. other? And I was like, you had to, like, squeeze anyway. your way through. Yeah. You walk between. It was definitely, like, almost bumping them <laughs> level. Mm-hmm. All right, Andrew, I've got a story for you Okay. about my junior year of college, and I had to take the psychology class. And I was explaining that phenomenon because we were talking about different uh, spatial authority, there's basically. A wall wherever there's a conversation, right? You're and not I supposed s- to walk between it. I said, right, that that when you're in a circle or you're talking face to face, that even though you're in a public space, those two people own that territory. Mm-hmm. And I said, and so you can disrupt people with some psychology tricks. And I said, and one of them would be if somebody's having a conversation, you walk between them. <laughs> and so they were all like, well, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. And so. And so I was like, okay, well, I'll demonstrate because I'm not scared. Like, I'll go, I'll go and I'll do did, it. I'll show you. Did you really go do it? Yeah, because we were demonstrating these, like, weird <laughs> things. Like, like, uh, like, also being backwards on the elevator. If everybody right. comes in and you're backwards on the elevator, how long does it take for them to turn around? The wall, yeah. Like, like some kind of eldritch monster. Right. Like, yeah. how long will it take for everybody else to turn around? That kind of stuff. And so I was like, I'll demonstrate because I'm not afraid. It will just be an interesting experiment. (laughs) So I start to walk towards these people who are talking, and they got even closer. And I was already like, oh, no. Did you full send? I I was already there. (laughs) I was like, I have to do it now. And then I notice, right as I'm about to pass through them, they're signing to each other. <laughs> and so I walk between so them not- and I bump them on accident and I'm like, excuse me. And then I walk through and my entire class is watching <laughs> and they're dying because I'm embarrassed. And I was like, 
I didn't know they were deaf when I, I started. So not only did you did you do something that would have been rude for the people who could hear, but their conversation entirely depends <laughs> on, on them being able to see each other. And being close, That's yes. pretty good. Because I was trying to demonstrate that you don't own public space even when you talk to each other because it was an interesting experiment. No, I just was really rude to two deaf people. You're very... Wow. So there you go. I would have never thought my sister could do something so So horrendous, horrible. yeah. On purpose. <laughs> no, I was really embarrassed, and we laughed about it, and I was like, I'm not going to recreate the scene. Oh, that's you guys get good. it. But um, it worked. All right, so we got uh, Tim. Tim is here, too. Hi, and he's very seldom within your shot of the podcast. So, Tim, we're telling stories about your little brother on his birthday, and so do you have, do you have one that sticks out in your mind? I have one. you got to go to the mic. Testing. One, two. Test, test. <laughs> I have one from just yesterday. Andrew <laughs> went and played golf for the first time, I think, ever. Right, Andrew? Yeah, first that time. was the first time I've ever played golf. Ever out on the greens. Mm-hmm. And um, there, was, there was a moment There's a moment that Andrew was trying to hit the ball, and he, he swung about nine <laughs> times. <laughs> and then he said, you know what? That's it. Yep, that's it. We're done. <laughs> and it's the golf club over. No, what I said was, I get one more. Oh, yeah, one more. <laughs> I said, I get one more. And I swing so with like, all my might. I was you trying were missing? To, you weren't I, even hitting the ball? Well, that's the disposition of all first golf players. But I, what I said was, I get one more. I swung one more time right over the ball. I said, all right, someone else. <laughs> someone else. Go. You're up. We're all watching him, just hoping that he connects with the ball. <laughs> Six swings, seven yeah. swing, eight swing. <laughs> See, the worst thing was people were just like, "I'll just keep trying." That's how people are at golf. You know, it's your first time. You got it, and then swing and miss again. Well, okay, and I could hear, I could hear the crowd behind me getting more, like, like oh, Maybe this just isn't this more it's just so cringy every time. Well, it's had a good worse. Time. It was a good time, yeah, though. Yeah, a good time. Did you eventually play, or did you just... I, I, I nailed it a few times. No, yeah, no he way got progressively near. better. That was probably the, I don't know, fourth hole. Fourth hole, it fifth was hole. So it was just really rough. But he started connecting with it. Yeah. He hit a few drives into the woods, but they went really far. <laughs> they went far, but completely nowhere near the tree line. Golf is hard. <laughs> it is hard. Golf is a really hard sport, and I feel like it needs to be appreciated for that. So, you remember... How did you feel about your little brother, Tim, when you were little? Like when the two of you were kids? Because I remember the time when uh, we brought Andrew home from the hospital. Yeah, we brought Andrew home. He was just a little, just a baby, like a, an infant. And uh, Timothy was, how old would Tim be? Let's see. Andrew, how much older are you than Andrew? You, 33. So he's, mm-hmm. so he's, so you're six years old. Um, no, he's like 10 eight. years old. No, he's eight. Not. not ten. He's twenty-four, right? Because no, I'm eleven years older than you. Yeah. Eight, eight, eight years. Eight years older. Eight years older. I'm thirty-three. He's twenty-four. So mm-hmm. we bring this baby home, and we lay, we've laid him on the ground. And Andrew is starting. He wasn't a newborn now, but he was, he was starting to kind of you know roll over and he and stuff like that. So he was somewhat mobile on the floor. And Timothy grabs him by the hands and tries to get him to sit up. And we're like, Timmy can't sit up yet. He's still too little. And Tim was just, he's like, look at him. And he pulls him up, and Andrew's like, a, he's a 
loose little baby who can't. And Tim's like, look at this. He doesn't have any abs. He can't even do a sit-up. He can't even do. And Tim was totally upset. He, he can't even do one sit-up. Not, so, not my younger brother. So, and that's what he said. Not my little brother. So Tim started started lifting him up and laying him down and lifting up, laying him down, trying to work, trying to give Andrew a six-pack. <laughs> Before he could even roll over. He had high hopes. Expects a lot out of him. Always expected a lot out of him. No little brother of mine's gonna lay there like a like a child. Like a bum. Like an infant. Like an infant. (laughs) Do nothing. You know what? Look look at me now. Unstoppable. Twelve pack. Because because of Tim. Fifteen pack. He does have a he does have a physique now, Tim. All right, I'm taking my kids home. Uh, I'm, I'm small, but, you know. Happy birthday, Andrew. Love you. Love, right, love you too, bro. Yeah, he's okay. got a physique because he's got 0% body fat. I'm, I'm built like a... My kids. I'm built like a Greek god. <laughs> 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 All right, Peach, do you have an Andrew story? I was just going to let you guys know that you're banging the table a lot. And so... I know you can't hear because I'm the just one with the Just in case Carl fell asleep. If we had some speakers, we'd have heard it. Probably wouldn't have. You'd was, just hear a bunch of feedback noise. That was, that was for all your, you sleepy Carls out there. All right, so tell a uh, tell an Andrew story. Who? Peach. Me? Peach. Peach. Party time. I would have to move this. Okay. <sighs> okay. Let me get situated. Are, are you all set up there? People can't tell the difference between me and Tabby anyway. She could just tell another Andrew story and say it's me. In a slightly Mandy accent. Ooh, let's try that one time. All right, let's, tell my okay. story about Andrew. Let's do, I let's, mean. Let's do a podcast episode where I start out and guess, see if anybody notices. Guess that, that Brian. I probably wouldn't even notice. We've done that before. Where I, well, I'll answer your phone or you'll answer my phone. Yes, we do that quite a bit. It got really awkward once because you talked to Dad for like a solid five minutes and <laughs> yeah. he didn't know it was you. Because I wasn't sure how to how to jump in and be like, this isn't Mandy. It was, he wasn't sure. Because now you start to feel bad for me. It's like, that poor guy, he's so dumb. He's talking mom, about like Mom couldn't grievance. recognize my roommate's voice. I was like, here's my mom. I had, I had uh, Eric pick it up. And uh, she talked to him about... All sorts of stuff. <laughs> and I was like, actually, we might be careful because she will just say anything. anything. That <laughs> used to happen when you were in middle no school shame. and I was in high school and I would answer the phone and they'd be like, Andrew? <laughs> no! <laughs> I, would, I would be upset by that. Yeah. Like, do I sound that girly? Or do I yeah, sound that kind girly? Of did. Yeah. I was trying to come up with Andrew stories the other day, and I couldn't do it because they all blend in with Silas stories now. And I was telling him, mm-hmm. Silas is yeah. like the same kid. I heard Silas is very similar to what I was like. And yeah. I don't know how to describe it for somebody who doesn't know either one of them, except that they're both just, as little kids, they're both jolly and like mm-hmm. happy-go-lucky, never really down, pretty, pretty much up for anything. You can take them anywhere, and they'll talk to anybody. And Oh, yep. you don't even know this. He talked to a guy at church yesterday for like, 10, 15 minutes before I wandered up and went, hey, buddy, I think he's trying to go in the church. Who, Silas? Uh Uh-huh. At church? Yeah. (laughs) Just yesterday. What? Who was at church yesterday? Don Lindbergh. Oh, okay. He talked to Don Lindbergh. We know, but but it was 15 minutes, and I finally went, why don't you want to go play the game, buddy? I think he's trying to go in the church. And Don turns to me, and he goes, he's really shy, isn't he? And I said, oh, yes. It's hard to get him to talk. Yeah, he's really shy. Quite a, quite a withdrawn. Yeah, it's like you have to imagine 
like a little kid, but also with the vocabulary of an adult and right. like the personality of you know a young man of, or of a golden retriever. They'll just like <laughs> right. They'll just, just happy to see you. Yeah, and they'll and they'll chat it up and and mm-hmm. it, it doesn't matter what you want to talk about. They'll have something. Remember to Andrew? Add. Used to, my favorite things was Andrew interacting with Stephen Yersty. Those were yes. some of my favorite <laughs> moments. I almost, I almost don't remember any conversation I ever had with with Mr. Nearsty. You were young. You That's were so young. Like we it's like hard, it's hard to come up with individual stories, except the the one that you brought up the other day, where I was driving in high school and you were in the back seat and you were like, "Mandy, you should dye your hair blonde." <laughs> and I said, it "It's already blonde. blonde, buddy." And you were like, "But I mean, more blonder. You should dye your hair more blonder because then you'd be pretty." Er, prettier. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> nice save. I was like, nice save there, dude. And he goes, whew, I almost insulted you. <laughs> that was and like, I said, and you were like five. I said, you yeah. say, and it was like Silas's age. Like, it'd be right. like Silas saying it right now. And I was like, yep, that was pretty suave. And you were like, because you're already a cup full of prettiness. <laughs> I was like, thanks. Thanks, bud. You're already. <laughs> yep. You sly dog. <laughs> what the heck? And Where totally would Silas would say stuff like that. Like, <laughs> You're already a cup yeah. full of prettiness. <laughs> <laughs> it's what you get. The reason you and Silas are a lot alike is because he is also the fourth kid of right. a big family who talks to each other. So when you're like, oh, where did I get that from? Probably from just listening. You did yeah. a lot of listening when you were a kid. Mm-hmm. And so you talked too, but mostly you heard everybody else in your life conversing all the time. And so right. you knew the rules, but you picked different vocab words. Right. So a cup full right. of and it's why It's why you'll talk, you would talk to anyone too, because it's yeah. like, oh yeah, I know how to talk to you know, a 15-year-old. My sister's 15. I know right. how to talk to a I got, 40-year-old. My parents are 40. I got made fun of at work by my supervisor because of my, my choice of vocab. Yeah. He was like, he was like, why do you talk like a dictionary? Do you like a walking thesaurus? <laughs> I was just like, I don't know. I'm, I can't help that I'm language. eloquently spoken. That's how I said it. Oh, I also, I also remember the time that uh, Andrew came to stay at my house. This was after I was married and had kids. So, so you were in what high early high school though like uh, maybe a freshman maybe maybe before i might have been eighth grade because i remember cammy was born when i was in sixth grade okay which is crazy so yeah well it. It, crazy. it was she was a little older too not real old but like we had you and blake the family dog at our house and i think mom and dad were on a cruise mm-hmm. oh blaze and I blake hear that story. <laughs> blake kept get kept escaping as he was wont to do and so he darts out of that the was gate. his job was just to monitor the door until it cracked open we so could he- see him like i don't know quarter mile up the road and and he looks up at us and he's wagging his tail and he's just having a gay old time and we're like we have to run the other direction if we yeah. chase him he'll run away but if we run the other direction he'll be like oh boy I, yeah. I want to be part of this and game. And it totally worked. It did work. Do that. It works so we like <laughs> all three. It was me, Andrew, and Cammy, little little toddler Cammy. We're all <laughs> waiting for him to look at us. And as soon as he looks up, we turned and ran into my garage. And he comes. It took him a good thirty seconds to get down to where we at were full speed, at full gallop. Running. And as soon as he made it through the garage door, we closed the garage door. But the reason I remember that <laughs> that whole weekend is because when I went to take him home, I went to take Andrew home. He had the um, latch from the kennel from Blake's kennel and his uh 
t-shirt or his uh, over shirt, like his collared shirt that he was wearing over his t-shirt. And uh, he was about to leave him on the counter. And I was like, don't forget those. And he's like, oh yeah, good call, good call. And so he like grabs the shirt and the kennel piece. And then we, I drove him home. Like I took him back to your house and on my way home, I was like driving around the corner to get to my house. And I was like, what is that in the middle of the road? <laughs> and I like swerved. And then I was like, wait a minute. And I like, I had to park in the middle of the road. I ran back and grabbed his collared shirt with the kennel piece still sitting on top of it. Did he put it on top yes, of the car? He put it on the roof. Drove away. And, he, and it slid off while we were driving. I didn't find it until I came back from dropping him off. Yeah. Mm, good call. Good call. Yeah. Good call. Uh, good, good, call. call. good call. I don't want to leave it here on this counter. I'll put it on your roof of your car instead. Good call. Good there call. We, go. we just today had to go that. back because Andrew left some stuff in my car. Yeah, I left tea in your yeah. in your house. In my car. Oh, in your car. Yeah. See, he still doesn't even know. I, got, just see, I, I don't today. know where I am half the time. Oh, you know. <laughs> some of my favorite Andrew stories involve Blake. Andrew is a <laughs> Andrew's a hat guy too. Yeah. Andrew wears hats. I'm Silas wears hat right hats. Now. Oh, yeah. And, like, no matter how much people comment on it, some kids, like, I was a kid who if people commented on a hat or another article of clothing too much, I'd be like, I'm not sure I like being this conspicuous. Like, I don't like how much attention I'm getting from all of this. <laughs> from my cool Like, clothes. I just want to be left alone. <laughs> but, but like, the more you compliment Silas or Andrew on their hats, the more they're like, yeah, that's right. I, like, like, I'm a hat guy. <laughs> they're great. Uh-huh. They're not doing it for the compliments. Thank you for so. noticing. They're not doing it for the compliments. You do it for the hat? I do it for the hat because there's a whole plethora of fans out there of these hats. Uh-huh. If you compliment somebody on their flat cap, I guarantee you, they will stop and talk to you about flat caps every time. Well, Silas is the subject. There's a whole society of flat cap appreciators. They will tell you when they got the flat cap, where they got the flat cap, how long they've been wearing the flat cap. <laughs> You know, it's it's for some reason this whole society of flat cappers. <laughs> flat cappers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Andrew it's and not Blake. A fedora, by the way, don't call it that. Andrew and Blake kind of grew up together. They're about and the same age. One of the things that we used to do quite a bit was uh, we would wrestle with Blake, and <laughs> that required. Blake was always up to wrestle, and he would grab your arm or your leg or whatever in his teeth and and. Like wrestle you, yeah, and but, what, but he didn't was, bite you. No, he, he didn't just, bite. He was just trying to grab you. He was just trying to grab. And one of the things that was so fun is I would take Andrew and I would tackle Andrew. You know, and a lot of dogs, if you threaten the child of the house, the dog will <laughs> rise up and defend them. But not Blake. If I tackled Andrew, then Blake would come and join me. And, you know, I'd have Andrew. Right, I'd have Andrew pinned down on the ground, and he'd be like, "Yo, ah, 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 and Blake would come running over and grab his leg or his arm or start chewing on him. Yeah. But Blake and I would always. Blake and I would always fight with Andrew. All you had to do was toss a blanket over Andrew and. Blake Blake would attack. Yeah, if you threw a blanket over Andrew, then Blake would jump on that blanket and just start digging. Just start digging and grinding, chewing on it. Yeah, it was funny. He'd be like, "Stop, stop!" Andrew (laughs) took Blake for a walk one day when when Blake was just a puppy. He was just an itty bitty little puppy, and Andrew had him on a leash. Blake was terrible on a leash. He never still is. He's still terrible on a leash. He won't. He doesn't just go. pull. Like, there are some dogs that are just, like, pull and they yank and they're all over the place. 
but he doesn't just pull forward. He also will suddenly stop, and now suddenly he's behind you, and, and you have you're to drag yanking him. him. Yeah, right. you're either dragging him or being dragged by him. And but he'll it's go not to the both. Side. Like, he'll he'll yeah. run, run off to the side into the yards and stuff. He's terrible. Well, he was terrible when he was a puppy too. But we thought, well, he's a puppy. He hasn't been trained, so he just needs to be trained. No, he's just dumb. So we took him. And uh, we, one of the strict rules that we had was you don't let the dog poop in other people's yards. And so you take a bag with you, and if you forget a bag, then you have to go back and pick it up. Because, but we're not going to let our dog poop in everybody's yard. So Andrew's walking this dog, and the dog, the dog starts doing that thing that dogs do where he's getting ready to squat, you know, and he's, he's sniffing <laughs> he's like and squatting and sniffing and squatting. And Andrew's like, no, like, no. And he starts to drag. Well, he's trying to drag this little puppy, and the puppy's trying to squat as he goes. So he's dragging this squatting puppy down the street. He's like, no, no, come on, Blake, come on. Blake. And Blake finally stops, and Andrew, he jerks the, jerks the leash. And the dog, the dog does a complete flip in the air. Poor he does a complete flip in the air. And as he's flipping, a tiny little turd comes out and flies, flies through the air. So he, like, he jerked him. And this little turd goes flying through the air. Catapulted boo <laughs> through the air. And I said, Andrew, just let him poop. We're gonna have to come back and get him. That poor puppy. I used to, I used to think that it was a good idea to combine Heelys and walking yep. the dog. And Heelys, if you didn't, if the if the kids out there don't know what Heelys are, basically they were perfect for getting rocks stuck in them. They were just wheels on shoes, one wheel on a shoe, and you would fall on those without fail every single time you tried to ride them. They were awful. Um, I just got pretty good with him. But I was like, oh, this seems like a great tool to walk the dog with. And I, you know, hook up Blake to the leash. I use my Heelys. And without fail, every time I'd come back with just covered in scars and, you know, cuts and bruises. I want to hear the story about Andrew, how he got the moniker Poop Shoes. Because I know we've told that oh, story yeah. before, but not it's, with it's him not here. It's not really like a, like a story. Yeah, it's, it's not just... even a great story. The only reason it happened is because I was a big sister and Andrew got really mad. It was just to make Andrew mad. I stepped in poop like 9,000 times when we were younger <laughs> because it was always Blake. Oh, yeah. But, it wasn't me. <laughs> sometimes it was me. But at, at one point, I was Pooping riding on Tabby's shoulders. She was, she was carrying me around, and then she no, no. drops me. No, no, no. In a turd. No, no. I know what we were doing. We were actually supposed to be going somewhere, like church. You always wore blue Crocs. Yep. And so Crocs have little holes in them. <laughs> and we were sw I was swinging them around by his hands. You know, he would grab my wrist, I would grab his wrist, and I would spin him in circles. Right. And I let go at one point because I was flinging him. And where he landed, he landed right in a dog turd and, like, slid in it. Yeah. <laughs> and it, like, got up in the holes of his yeah, shoes. So I then it was all over his feet. It was all over his shoes. I do remember. And you were mad at me. <laughs> like, I had done it on purpose. Right. You were like, yeah, baby. You slung me into poop. Yeah, you flung me. That's it. Flung you me flung poop. me into poop. <laughs> <laughs> and I started cracking up, and he was like, it's not funny. There was so much poop like, in yes. those crocs. I said, it is funny. <laughs> I remember it being crocs. It was funny to me, and you were so mad at me, and the harder I laughed, the worse it was. And so then I was like, well, I hope Andrew, Andrew's poop shoes. Shoes, poop in his shoes, I, poop shoes. I remember it being, when you said it, it was like, this is just something to get on my nerves, <laughs> yeah. and this will never stick. 
And here I am, 24 years old, still being called Poop Shoes That's partly why I kept doing it. She still calls him Poop Shoes. That's the thing. It's like he walked into the kitchen today on his birthday, and Tabby goes, Poop Shoes, and goes over and goes, but you're the only one that calls him that. No, right, because it wasn't funny when I said it. And he said that, too. He was like, that's not even funny. It's I was like, I don't even care. <laughs> Whatever. It's, I remember the time we were on vacation, and everybody was out in the pool, and Andrew, except Andrew, went back to the hotel room to get his swim trunks on, and he comes running mm-hmm. out. Oh, I know the shark swim trunks? Yeah. He was like... He was like 13 or something like that at the time, but he was wearing these swim trunks that were probably designed for an eight-year-old. They were tiny. They, they were, were so little, and they had sharks on them. And I, and we were, I was like, Andrew, what are you wearing? You're like, this, what? Is my this swim trunks? And I was like, it should have been a clue to you that there are sharks on them. They don't make shark shorts for kids your age. Yeah. You were on a cruise ship. He was like, they're fine. That What's wrong with them? Yeah. They're good. The short sharks. That became his, uh, short his sharks. moniker that weekend. That was his moniker that weekend was short sharks. Mm-hmm. I didn't have another. <laughs> I, another I would like. I would like your mom to tell this story about. I don't know if she will. She's running around. She probably won't have to be able to. When. Uh, when we went on. When we, went to Texas. when we were in the yeah when we were in the uh, hotel room when we were getting ready to go why were we in the hotel room. We went to Come over and tell that story into the microphone. This is one of my favorite Andrew stories. We're telling stories about Andrew for his birthday. It's you guys who did it. Right. So this was. Okay. So. Um, oh, was it the pockets? Yeah. We went, we went on a little road trip with Can you say the that? younger kids and um, went to visit Tim. He was in St. Louis in the Air Force. And um, <laughs> we stayed in a hotel and that morning we were all getting dressed and everything and getting packed up to take off and go eat breakfast and I look across the hotel room and there's Andrew with his he's put his pants on but his pockets were hanging out and I said Andrew poke in your pockets you look a little weird and all of my family that were in the room went what excuse me and I'm like what I, I couldn't fathom what was so weird about that statement, and and I said, your pockets they look weird, and and I can't remember which Andrew one said it was. Andrew, Andrew was the was one. He was like incredulous. Yeah, he goes, he what? Was, what? Huh? And then I he said, I thought you called me a little queer. <laughs> And I said, no. She goes, poke your pockets in, you look a little weird. And he goes, he the face that he made was like, he was shocked and hurt. And it's like, I can't believe my mother. He goes, did you just call me a little queer? And, like, and I, she goes, no. no. I said, you look weird. But the whole whole rest of the trip. We called him a little queer the rest of the trip. The rest of the trip. They're like, can't believe mom called him a little queer. Yeah, just I'm like, I didn't. So we're sitting in, in the restaurant. Do you want a taco, you little queer? We're sitting in the bre- at the restaurant for breakfast, and they're discussing how I called Andrew a little queer. And the waitress is like giving me goofy licks. And I'm like, I didn't say that. This is not my word. What do you want for breakfast, you little queer? And so, yeah, so everything was, you need to drink, you little queer, and you, you know. It, it became the term. <laughs> that was what they did. Uh-huh, I think I know what we're going to put on the birthday cake next year. <laughs> oh, they, they would not do that. <laughs> that would be politically <laughs> incorrect. We, we'd, we'd go in there. We'd they have won't to even draw a lion. They won't even draw a lion. They're not going to write happy birthday, you little queer. <laughs> they have to clarify. We'd have to be like, oh, no, it's, it's the term weird. It's 
that yeah. version. And the, could you draw a picture of some pe- dress pants with the pockets hanging out? Well, oh no, wait. Q is one of is the Q in LGBTQ. So maybe we could make it a like a civil rights thing. Like you have to make this oh, cake yeah. for us. You have to put, make this cake we'll for. Close you down. Put the word yeah queer on there. That's interesting. That that might be worth a try to see if they will do it. Why would you even do that? <laughs> put a <laughs> rainbow a on try. it. You're just going in to cause trouble. How would they? How <laughs> could they? How could they tell you that we're we're not going to write? All right, make Happy this cake. birthday, little queer on your cake, because that would definitely be discriminatory. Make this cake, or you're canceled on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> make us just make a cake for our <laughs> for Andrew, <laughs> for a little queer, or we will cancel you. Yeah, that seems to me like a seems like to me like we got him. What is the point of that? Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be mostly to have fun. That's what the whole point. The whole point. That's what the whole point of this podcast has been, just to have fun, just for fun. Um, that's why I stream. Everybody's here, and uh, I was thinking about this today before everybody got here, that it's about uh, fellowship, and the fellowship of just being together. I'm going to be in fellowship with my family this morning. I've got a thing this evening for the lighthouse that I'm going to do. I'm going to spend all day just being around people, and it's good. Luke it's, is in full camo. Luke is in full camo. because he was just in the woods. What rank did you make? No, he's trying to shoot deer. You sure he's not stealing my valor? I think that's not military <laughs> fatigues. We do have a jacket that we got from Goodwill that is somebody's. Oh, the fleece. Uniform. It's no, it's not those, fleece. Those are nice. It's like it's digital camo. Oh, oh, that's probably uh, that's probably marine then. If it's that sort of here, that are navy. Can, are you jacket. supposed to wear those? You're no, you're not. That's you, why I'm you confessing. You can wear them, but you can't put rank name tapes patches. You're not supposed to do any of that. But you're allowed to wear. Maybe not also full unit. If you put, like, more than one article of the uniform on, it can be registered as stolen valor. But if you're wearing, like, just, like, the pants, you can do that if you uh, want. By the way, Carl, this, we're not endorsing this as accurate. Hoorah! So you can disregard everything that Airman Brandon is saying because he doesn't know what he's talking about. Hmm. Mm. All right. Uh, I can't think of anything else to say. Uh, spend some time in no fellowship today. You feel like you have to make a. You feel like you have to tie a bow on it. And no, I was. I ri- was originally going to talk about the uh, people who. Who? Oh, what time is here? I was going to talk about the people who are uh, upset because they're being misgendered when they're actually gendered properly. But uh, I think this I is a better conversation. Here. This is. I was going to send you. We're almost done. I was going to send you. Uh, those screenshots of advice from a therapist, but I'm going to need more than four minutes to unpack the. The stupidity on that advice one. from a therapist. Okay, we can do that trouble. next week. Yeah, y'all are gonna get me arrested. Tell Andrew uh, happy violations. birthday. Give a happy birthday to Andrew. Have an extra slice of ice cream cake. Everybody now who listens to skew or who listens to the podcast rather likes to wish not happy birthday but happy. What did Colin say? Oh, now I can't even remember. Oh, goodwill. Goodwill. Wish goodwill. Yeah. Goodwill, good Andrew. Andrew. Goodwill, good well good to job you. Job not being dead. Yeah, I think it's because he got a part in the play, and he was bragging. He was really excited because he got a part in the play, and then he said to the microphone, into the microphone, "Everyone say good well to me." And so now, <laughs> whenever it's his birthday or he good has well something you, else Colin. happen good in well. his life, everyone who listens to the podcast is like, "And please wish good well to Colin." Good well to Colin. <laughs> so good well to Andrew. Good well, good well to Andrew. Good well to. Uh, good well to all of us. Good well to. Each and every one of us. That's a real thing, isn't it? 
Uh, what you talking about? Every, every, no one can hear you. All right, see you next time. Oh, there was not much of an outro there. Okay. Bye. See, see you next time. <laughs>